0: Dante Greco. Dante is a really smart guy. And ladies love Dante. Look at that kind of mirror. Look at that face. At that. Dante Greco. Dante was me, yours truly. I'm going to come. What's going on? It's the Dante Greco show. It's Wednesday. We're here. Big news! If you've been following the Idaho case, well, hold on. Let me let me add a caveat. Not big news about the case so much as one of the little mysteries surrounding the case. For a while, myself included, a lot of people believed that Brian Koberger, the accused quadruple murderer, had called into the T Rev podcast and, you know, said some suspicious things about the case, and then. But there, you know, we, it was never proven. Nobody could ever conclusively say, uh, myself included. I didn't. I didn't one hundred percent say this, this is the guy. And when we got audio of Koberger talking in court, here's Koberger, by the way, in case anyone forgot how terrifying his gaze is. Uh, um, anyways, we finally heard audio of Koberger in court. And then we also got audio of Koberger calling his barber and leaving a voicemail. And when you lined him up with the T-Rev call, the vocal qualities, the tone, the register, it all sounded very similar. Plus the fact that the caller to the T-Rev podcast had seemingly disappeared. T-Rev was not able to get in contact with him. Nobody was able to get in contact with him. So, you know, there's a lot of speculation. But the mystery has been solved. The man who called in to the T-Rev podcast came forward and spoke on the Hidden True Crime podcast to them. I'm not going to play too much of it because it's their exclusive and also because I get the sense that this guy is kind of a private guy and... You know, he didn't want to be mixed up in any of this. He, he's, his thing is like, I, I just called the podcast and theorized like everyone else. And then people latched onto it and thought that I was the killer. So, you know, first I'm going to play you the video and then we'll talk about it a little bit. Uh, this is him, just a little snippet. It's, it's,
1: it's crazy
0: that. Sorry, I, I people hate it when I keep pausing the video. Okay, so just to set the scene more. So, this is the guy who called in. And said, oh, I spoke to 10 Sigma Chi members and they asked if you were going to kill someone, how would you get away with it? You know, and everyone carried on that. It was a uh, co-burger. right. So that's him. And you can hear the voice if you remember. It's a, it's a bit similar.
1: That so you make a, a call. I should never do that. So, like, yeah, that, my message would be to people like never call into anything that's a live stream on youtube and never call into anything never don't put your neck out it's stupid because then and you guys seem like like very nice people and thank you but do you want to get your phone blown up by strangers about something that you're that is benign as like i wonder if this is what happened
0: crazy so that's him that is uh, the the famous dave from the t-rev phone call uh from the podcast uh i guess someone must have put his phone number out there i know i didn't but that thing made headlines cuomo had t-rev on to discuss it and it was just the fact that once we heard the voice, I mean, it was all people already had their suspicions before we ever heard Kohlberger's actual voice. Then, when Kohlberger's actual voice came out, it kind of sounded like this guy. So it continued on, but this is him. It was not Brian Kohlberger calling in to the podcast. He's not that much of a diabolical criminal mastermind that he was trying to orchestrate orchestrate fake storylines to throw people off the the scent. Um, so you know. I'm sorry. And, you know, now I feel bad, too, for making fun of uh, this guy's voice. Because, listen, I thought that was Koberger. I thought that was accused quadruple murderer Brian Koberger's voice. So I was being a little harsh. Um, Honestly, he's not a bad voice at all. Uh, No disrespect. I'll still make fun of Koberger's barber voicemail and his court appearances. But, uh, you know, uh, I feel for this guy. Don't want to belabor the point too much because he seems very private. I watched this whole interview with him with the Hidden True Crime podcast. Uh, they were able to get him to come on. So, you know, it's terrible. I took I took my videos down, you know, the ones that I made comparing the voices. So it's good because it's fake. It's not. Uh, we, we know now that it wasn't him. So what's the point? So all that shit and the TikTok guy people i took those down once people said that the tiktok guy had posted but anyways all of that is done uh this was a little thing that the hidden true crime people had to say
1: we really appreciate you coming on and whatever our community can do to dispel this rumor would be very helpful for demo i i think we need no more i mean we could sit here we just
0: right so that's what i'm doing today i want to let you guys know i'm doing that to dispel this rumor for the community this uh was not Koberger calling into the t-rev podcast it was this guy and i'm sure he wants his privacy he's probably sick of this like he said don't ever call into anything don't put your neck out there uh makes sense Makes sense in a lot of ways, but don't do that with this show. Please call in, comment on this show, like, subscribe, share. This is uh, i w- I won't blow you up like that. Um, there he is. So that's it. That's Koberger. He did not call in. We still don't know if he was guy posting on Reddit. FBI agent, Jennifer Coffendaffer seems to think it was him on Reddit and as Papa Roger on Facebook. So, We'll see, but you know, I'm gonna get out of the speculation business for a little while. I suppose I'm gonna stick to the celebrity news right now. Uh, let, yeah, let this guy off the hook. Basically, that's the thing. I put the link to this whole video, by the way, right. in my description of this uh, for for this video, so you can go check it out. The Hidden True Crime podcast. Uh, they do a lot of good work. Very thorough, and they got this guy to come on, so good for them. Uh, once again, not Koberger on the call. By the way, the FBI apparently lost Koberger for 15 hours as he left Idaho for the holidays. Can you believe this? Koberger, let me get to the meat and potatoes of this article. Investigators did not have enough to secure an arrest, arrest warrant by the time Koberger left Pullman, Washington for the holidays, so the FBI planned to surveil him until they gathered, gathered enough evidence. Uh, a January 28th report by Howard Bloom in Airmail has revealed that agents lost Koberger not long after his car left Pullman in mid-December for the holidays. For several alarming hours or more, the authorities are keeping the precise details of this screw-up close to the vest. The chief suspect in a quadruple homicide that had shocked the nation had seemingly vanished. Can you believe that? If they had lost Koberger, like they had the guy? Because the whole narrative before they came out with the Koberger bust was that these law enforcement agents were incompetent. Nobody knew what they were doing. They didn't have any leads. Imagine you have him, and then you lose him going across the country. In a futile bid to locate him, agents reportedly began to search automated license plate readers in nearby states but failed to yield any hits. He had seemingly vanished. Oh, my God. They caught the plate Registered to him on December thirteenth, and the operation was on once again underway. They caught it in Loma, Colorado. Yeah, Koberger should have just dumped that car. I mean, what's he going to do? Those dads in the car, but then they kept on track of him. You know, the Koberger stuff is kind of, um, you know, we're at the point where we're just going to let the justice system do its do its thing. You know, we got to wait for the trial. I noticed everyone's moved on to the Alex Murdoch case. I'm trying to keep up with it. There's so much going on. It's hard. It's hard to keep track of all of it. This is another case where we got a voicemail. Close friend of the Murdoch's blows major hole in Alex's defense by telling jury he's hundred percent positive. It is his voice in video clip taken just before son Paul and wife maggie were killed are you sure because as we've seen with the podcast phone call we don't know you better be sure that's 100% alex well you know that's what the woman said the uh, the friend of goberger's thought it was him on the podcast too turned out it wasn't turned out it was just some guy anyways definitely check out that video from hidden true crime podcast you can watch the whole interview with the guy. He I mean, it's him. It's the guy from the podcast. That one I will conclusively say that the guy on the hidden true crime video is the guy from the podcast. But god, what about what is the luck that you would sound like Brian Coburg? All right, you know, I'm just stop talking about it. I don't want to get myself in trouble. Anyways, let's keep it moving here. Uh this is maybe the dumbest plot i've ever heard woman allegedly used social media to find and kill doppelganger so she could fake her own death a 23 year old german iraqi woman is accused of killing a beauty blogger she met online who looked just like her authorities say the alleged murder was part of the suspect's elaborate plan to stage her own death various outlets report how stupid are these criminals of today, these Gen Z criminals, are just dumb. You would think they would be a lot smarter because they grew up with technology, but no, Like, it's already illegal to fake your death, but what do you get? Five years in jail if you get caught? Now you're facing a murder charge. I never understand this. Why do people go all the way to committing murder? You're never going to get away with it technology is too good you can't commit murder in this day and age and expect that like that's gonna solve the problem whatever problem you had if you think you're gonna kill somebody and that'll fix it the munich-based suspect identified as sharaban k <clears throat> allegedly scoured Instagram for a lookalike to target before settle, settling, on Algerian beauty blogger Khadija. Oh, uh, she sent her some makeup messages about makeup before allegedly luring her to meet by promising her a cosmetics kit. Wow. I don't know. That's it. That's all it takes on the day before the crime. Sharaban picked up the victim in her in their vehicle, her and her uh, boyfriend Shakir K. They allegedly did this, drove her to a forest, and stabbed her to death. God damn, terrible. Okay, so Sharaban's family believed she was the victim in the back seat because of the strong resemblance between the two women. Also, the severity of the victim's stab wounds made details of her facial appearance. Hard to recognize. I don't understand. How fucking sick are these people? You kidnap a beauty blogger to kill her, and then you stab her in the face. It can be assumed that the suspect wanted to go into hiding due to internal disputes with her family and fake her own death. She's been charged with murder. Just fake your own death. You know, people go missing all the time. You don't need to kill someone else. You would have a better chance if you just disappeared one day. Just leave. Like, you think they're going to find a body and not be able to figure out that it wasn't you? And that no one is going to report this 23-year-old beauty blogger going missing? This is her, Khadija O. Oh. Um... Let me see if we can get a picture of the other woman and see how much she looked like her. Typical New York Post. You can't see shit because the ads. All right. That's the woman on the left. That's the beauty blogger. She doesn't even look that much like her at all. Definitely not worth it to lure and murder her. This is the dumbest plan I've ever heard. And 23 is not that young to know. Like, you should know by now that this is horrible. Just go missing. You know, let your family figure it out. But you don't need to kill someone else. How What is that? A public person, too. Like, she's a popular beauty blogger. You don't think anyone is going to realize. Anyways, I'm repeating myself now. Just dumb. Just the dumbest plot so far in 2023. Thank you, Sea monkey Appreciate you. Uh, let's talk about Tom Brady, shall we? Or, you know what? While I'm irate a little bit, let me let me go to this story because this story really like this story makes me sad. First of all, um, let me let me do this. Let me do a little bit of comedy. All right, so here's the story: An Iranian couple sentenced to 10 years in prison for dancing in the street. So. If you are in Iran and you hear this song, turn around and get the fuck out of there right that second. Just take off, because dancing in the street will get you 10 years in prison in Iran, apparently. Now, look, I know they have different, it's a different culture, different customs, whatever, as usual, my problem is never with the citizens. It's always with the governments, with the authority figures. What kind of a sick, twisted situation, what kind of an operation are you running where people can go to jail for 10 years for dancing in the street? Look at them. They look like they're there just having a good time. It's a nice backdrop They're a cute Instagram couple. You know, they got the fashion and the balloons and they're doing it. You know, it's 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 wonderful. What? How are How is everyone that angry over dancing? A loved up Iranian couple. This is from the Daily Loud on Twitter. A loved up Iranian couple was sentenced to more than 10 years in prison for dancing in a viral video that angered the Islamic State's ruling regime. They were seen in the clip taking a romantic twirl in front of the Azadi Tower, one of Tehran's main landmarks. Uh, they were busted because women are not allowed to dance in public in Iran, let alone with a man. You know, after the the riots over the, uh, the, the horrible death of the woman, I, I forget her name, but the one that sparked all the riots, and, and then they're going to turn around and arrest people for dancing in the street? Like what the fuck they didn't learn any lesson the the regime and i'm sure people aren't happy about this who could be happy about this a couple both popular on instagram were convicted of encouraging corruption and public prostitution as well as gathering with the intention of disrupting national security for dancing 10 and a half years it's absolutely insane that's a major human rights violation i see that the uh Human Rights Activist News Agency reported this. Yeah, somebody's got to get them out of there. Let's trade some prisoners from them. Can you imagine? This is like if they sent Addison Ray and the D'Amelio twins to prison for 10 years for doing TikTok dances in Beverly Hills. Stop it. Stop it. Stop it. Stop it. Iranian regime. Do you hear me? As Martha and the Vandellas dancing in the street coming up next. Okay. Tom Brady, football player. You know him. You love him. You've watched him for 23 years. He's gone. He lost everything this year. He lost his wife. He lost the wild card playoffs. Uh, he didn't have a great season. I think they finished 500. I'm not a big football guy, but I was a Tom Brady fan because um he was great and greatness pulls you in even when you don't care about the sport you'll watch it because of a great competitor so brady uh this morning announced on instagram on his twitter you know, he's actually quite active and quite good on social media. He's a good follow. He's got a sense of humor. Even though he's kind of a weird guy, like if you watch that documentary, Tom versus Time, where he's with his family and he's kissing his son and he's, you know, just like has weird rules. Apparently, Giselle's not allowed to buy tomatoes because his doctor told him his system doesn't react well to tomatoes. So they've been living a tomato-less life for 20 10 years whatever you know it's like the back when they thought tomatoes were poisonous in the in the 1500s uh here's tom brady's goodbye message
1: good morning guys i'll get to the point right away i'm retiring for good i know the process uh was a pretty big deal last time so when i woke up this morning i figured I just press record and let you guys know first. So I uh, won't be long winded Like you only get one super emotional retirement essay and I used mine up last year. So I uh, really thank you guys so much to every single one of you for supporting me, my family, my friends, my teammates, my competitors. Uh, I could go on forever. There's too many. Um. Thank you guys for allowing me to live my absolute dream.
0: I wouldn't change a thing. Love you all. Thank you, Tom. Thank you so much. Uh, yeah, he lost his wife and, uh, you know, I don't know what his relationship is like with his kids. I think he should have given it one more shot. Although I am conflicted about that. It's weird Because he wasn't the same player and the team he was with sucked and he was going to need to go somewhere else. But then he starts to look like a desperate ring chaser. And it feels a little bit like he's hanging on too long. I wish he had just won last year. I'm in L.A. I wish he had beaten those effing Rams and the playoffs and won the Super Bowl and then left on a high note, but whatever. It was time. It's just... It's ickier because of how much he gave up this year. The public divorce. I mean, unless he wanted this divorce so that Giselle couldn't get her hands on that $375 million contract that he's got coming from Fox, which, uh, you know, I'm I'm being a little uh, jokey. I don't think that that was why he would get divorced. Uh, She's probably just, you know, they say she could have waited. But he also she could have waited one more season for him to play and just like get it out of his system. But also he should have let her go do some modeling. Apparently they both were being held back by the other. He wanted to play and she was saying no. And she wanted to model. And for some reason he was saying no. And now she's out there taking pictures back at her modeling career. They should have just said, you know what? The kids are old enough that like mommy's going to work. Daddy's going to work. OK, sit with the nanny. In your multi million dollar mansion and have a good time. Play some Xbox. And after this year, we're gonna, we're both gonna, you know, uh, I'm I'm going into the booth and mom's going back onto the runway. But no, they had to break it all off. Public divorce, painful. The guy lost 15 pounds during the season because of the divorce, and he looked terrible. Remember that opening day uh press conference he gave? He really didn't look the same. So I don't know. We wish Tom Brady well. It's sad. He's kind of uh, like a link for me back to my childhood. I mean, he's been playing for 23 years and winning for almost the entire 23 years. That takes me all the way back to when I was a kid. What was great about Tom Brady was right after 9-11, when America really needed a win, Tom Brady and the Patriots marched through the snow into the Super Bowl in early 2002 and took it home for the red, white, and blue. It's a very inspiring moment. People laugh when I tell them that. The best thing about Tom Brady is how many situations, how many moments he's provided me over the years to just be totally obnoxious at Super Bowl parties because everyone hated Tom Brady unless you were in New England. Everyone, they were sick of him winning. They wanted to see other people, you know, the haters. There's just haters. And my friends were all haters of Tom Brady. But I was always, I was the one guy at the Super Bowl who would be rooting for Brady, and I would root hard. Like that 28-3 to comeback against the Falcons, everyone was giving me shit all game long. I even stepped outside for a moment. Uh, And then when I came back in in the second half, But you know what? By the way, I didn't give up the faith. I kept saying, well, we'll see. That's Tom Brady. We'll see. And you know what? When he came back and beat those fucking Falcons, I was literally rolling on the ground, laughing, cackling, just getting in everyone's face. It was so obnoxious and so enjoyable. So that's what I'll miss most about Brady. I don't honestly, I'm not even a football fan. I don't even care I, I I don't know that I'm going to watch football again. I mean, I'll watch the Super Bowl, but who's out there? We're losing all the great players who were there from my era. You know, LeBron's only got a couple more years. Brady's gone. Who's it going to be? Victor Wembenyana in the NBA? They're really pulling hard for that guy. Anyways, it's not a sports show, so I'll keep it moving. But uh, we say goodbye to Tom Brady. He'll be in the booth. Wish he had won just one more. Make it an even eight Super Bowls. But what can you do? Do I have anything else? Anything else? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Kanye. Kanye West or Ye. As everybody who, uh, when I put up that paparazzi video, kept saying, hey, man, he changed his name to Yay. You have to respect that. How many times does he have to say I want to be called Yay? So I'm calling him Yay, even though everyone else still knows him as Kanye. I will call him Yay for you, okay? Yay and his new wife Bianca Sensori uh, were out last night, and Kanye typically was dressed re- dressed in a very frightening way. He's got this, like, burglar thing. Really, he looks like the Zodiac Killer. His new full ski mask with two holes in it, and I'm sure he wore it the entire time inside, too. Like, I don't know how he eats, but it's very disturbing. He's out there looking like the Zodiac Killer. If you remember the David Fincher film. See that? See that? Anything else I could do for you? See that? maybe i can welcome to everything i want your money and your car he dresses okay. like the zodiac or the even the riddler anything, if you saw okay. that new batman movie uh, which was a rip off of the zodiac also but kanye's going around looking like the zodiac killer i don't get it i don't know why but because of that i decided to mash up kanye kanye yelling at the paps with the Zodiac Killer, so please uh, enjoy Kanye as the Zodiac uh, right here. Run up on me like that. If I say stop- I wasn't running. If I say, it ain't running. I wasn't running. Stop with running. your cameras.
1: I know, but Kanye, your you're a celebrity. <gasps> we were there for Kim.
0: sorry, man. Take the camera. Off. Yo, chief. they can't stop me from rapping, can they? as usual these videos i make take way too long with not much payoff but that's kanye as the zodiac confronting capturing and presumably killing the paparazzi that's one guy i think you know i I was thinking about this about alec baldwin too because we know he's had his run-ins with the paps before he probably sits there sometimes and thinks god damn it why did i waste a one bullet, why Why, wouldn't, why couldn't I, uh, Why couldn't it strike a paparazzi? Why did I may waste my one kill? The public would be on my side. It was a pep. All right, let's see what else we got going on before we got to get out of here. Yeah, so just a quick recap. If you missed the beginning of the show... The guy who we thought was Brian Koberger calling into the T-Ref podcast was actually just a normal guy who made the mistake, in his words, of calling into an internet stream. Uh, Let me show you one more time.
1: Right. And that's what's happened to you. And it's happened to many people. Likely. Put your neck out. It's stupid. Because then. And you guys seem like, like very nice people. And thank you, but do you want to get your phone blown up by strangers about yeah. something that you're that has been not?
0: yeah, so I made some videos about this, comparing it, and I've taken those down. What's fair is fair. Uh, that's it, you know, sorry, I made fun of the guy's voice, but it also sounds like Coburger, so technically the jokes were accurate because. Koberger, sounds like that. Um, and that's it. That's him. This is us. And uh, if there's nothing else big going on today, I guess we'll probably just wrap it up early because there's really not much happening. Uh, oh, George Santos. That's right. Where is that? I saw the FBI is investigating him now for the death of a... Uh, he, he, he did this thing. Oh, look at this. There's Giselle. Oh, you're not even seeing that. Shit. One second. One second. Okay. See Giselle there? She glows as she arrives back in Miami. Yeah, she said to Tom through a tweet, uh, you know, best of luck in the next chapter of your life. Only wonderful things. But I don't think she's coming back probably a hard guy to live with he's that disciplined with his food and everything and it it, it can be suffocating so i don't really blame her either i just think she should have let him win as long as he could play to a high level and win you gotta let the guy play you don't see greatness like this nearly ever ever like He's a once in a generation once not even once in a generation, maybe once in a lifetime player. Seven Super Bowls. Come on, Giselle. Take one for the team. For the fans. All right. Oh, where is this Santos thing? For God's sake. Once All right, so now the FBI is looking into this thing. I mean, this is atrocious. This one, out of anything, I hope he goes down for this. He raised a guy, a veteran, raised money for life-saving surgery for his dying dog, and Santos took off with the money. And it was only like $3,000, too. And this cheap son of a bitch, I have that little sweater thing, by the way. Uh, He, not that color, but... He took that money, allegedly. Santos set up a GoFundMe, which eventually raised around $3,000. A post on the Facebook profile of George DeVolder at the time, I think that's the uh, veteran, links to a GoFundMe raising surgery funds for the dog. And then Santos became uncooperative when this guy tried to access the GoFundMe money. Wow. This is in 2016. He's always been a piece of shit. The guy was homeless. The veteran was homeless and living in a tent after losing his job and his house. And then the dog died, by the way. Can you believe this? I hope he goes down for this. Out of everything, I hope he goes down for this. George Santos starting in OnlyFans, by the way. Uh, it's joke. All right. So that's it. I got to run today. You know, these slow news days suck because it doesn't give us as much time to have fun. Anyways, I'm going to play my outro now. I'll be back Friday and, uh, we'll, we'll keep this party going. Okay. Please remember to like subscribe and share, and I'll see you next time. Have a good life. We will see you soon. Much love. Thank you. Love. <laughs> all right, Dante. Gotcha. So once again, thank you to my brother. Tell him your name again. Dante Greco. Two
1: words. Made in America. <laughs> Dante, you're doing great. That's good. That's
0: Why that's f- that I never it the I think you know. I love it, It's from. Uh, I want you to leave my good friend, Ringo. My pal, how? Have a good day.